Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Melting Pot, hosted by J.D. Kuchta. Tune in weekly, every Friday, to hear various sports topics with various guests. You can find weekly episodes wherever you find your podcast, as well as on his website with blog posts going more in-depth with each topic. Take it away, J.D. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the second episode of The Melting Pot. I'm your host, J.D. Kuchta. Joining me today to talk about some MLB activities and a look ahead at the playoffs is Dr. Joe Dennis. Joe, if you don't mind, you want to tell us a little about yourself? Yes. Um, well, I am the chair of mass communications here at Piedmont, longtime journalist and radio show host. And unfortunately, I was raised on the south side of Chicago, grew up my whole life there, went to college in Chicago. And the White Sox are in my blood. I'm a diehard White Sox fan. And that's a part of my life that I really hate, JD. See, I mean, I I, I can relate a little bit to that, you know, coming from me being a uh, Yankees fan. Oh, please. (laughs) Okay, like, yeah, we have 27 rings, but like, what about this past decade? I know. And it's been frustrating for you, but yet we're looking at, the Yankees, a team, what? They, when was the last time the Yankees had a losing record? Uh, I want to say like 100 years ago. <laughs> it's, I, I know <laughs> they have not a had time. a losing record, I think, in the, in, the, in the 2000s. I'm pretty sure of that. Well, this year they had one for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah. And now they're sitting uh, above 500. They still have a chance at the playoffs. Now, my team, my beloved Chicago White Sox, went into the season, and some were predicting them to be division champs of the sorry excuse of a division the AL Central is. And even though it's a sorry excuse of a division, the White Sox continue to lose. They're like thirty, close to 30 games under five hundred. It looks like they're going to lose 100 games for the season. It's just been the most disappointing baseball season in my life as a White Sox fan. And it's gotten so bad that my kids, my oldest son, 19, um, he's like, Dad, I was born and raised in Georgia. He started Um, rooting for the Braves, hasn't he? Yeah, well, and he's like, and I should be a Braves fan, and I could have been a Braves fan, but because you, talking to me, raised me as a White Sox fan, I am miserable. And, And he's like, I tried rooting for the Braves, and I want them to win, but... It's like the White Sox, you put them in my blood. And he's thinking about call, calling um, child protection services and <laughs> claiming child abuse because I raised him a White Sox fan. And I'm like, you probably should. To give you an idea, you know, the White Sox right now, this is impressive in itself. They're, they're not eliminated yet. <laughs> they're not eliminated yet from playoff contention. They're sitting at just about less than a 0.1% chance of making the playoffs. I know. It's the Yankees, the Yankees, the other day I looked at this. I was, I'm looking at the standings right now. Looked at this the other day. They were at a 0.3% chance of making it. They're now at a 0.9. It's still very much within reach, and they have an incredible chance. We have one more game with the Tigers on, on the 8th of September. And then from there, we have a four-game series with – Boston, then we play Toronto six games. Those two teams are right now are in ahead of us and are our biggest struggle of passing. 
Rangers are right now holding the wild card right. as we speak. They have potential to fall off. They've hit a little bit of a slump. Yeah, the Rangers have have hit a slump. They weren't as dominant as they were. And in fact, I think over their last few games, they're playing under five hundred ball. Yeah, they yeah over the last five games, they're playing under five hundred ball. Yankees brought up the Utes, as what all of us Yankee fans are calling them, the Utes, the kids. Austin Wells playing phenomenal behind the plate. Very promising future. Anthony Volpe, last 69 games, second half of the season. I saw a stat earlier. He's batting like 273, and he's had like... Yeah, I mean, good for you. Happy Yankees fan. You have something to root for. Meanwhile, on the south side of Chicago, we have an owner who just laughed at the notion of the White Sox pursuing any big-name free agents. We had our GM and our um, our vice president of player personnel fired, and then, and then he says the organization is broken, the owner said, Jerry Reinsdorf. And then who, what does he do for that GM position? Bring in Theo Epstein? No. Bring in some uh, other big gun? No. Let's just promote our director of player development – uh, up up to become general manager. So the, part of the problem with the White Sox has been player development. I mean, it's – and this team, the funny thing about it is their manager, Pedro Grafal, um, Chris Getz, the new general manager, uh, you know where they – you know what, what team they were kind of raised in? What? The Kansas City Royals. Now – Okay, now, now <laughs> Royals have had a little bit of – Playoff experience. They they had a stretch for a little bit where they actually were contending. They got lucky, yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, I, I see that. 2016 <laughs> was the most recent, but, I mean, ever since then, they've fallen off the face of the earth and are now – they're on pace with the White Sox to lose yeah. 100 games. Well, and the, that's probably uh, – so if the White Sox are truly modeling their success off of the Kansas City Royals, then I <laughs> guess they're doing a great job. But the other night – you know how bad it got, J.D.? The White Sox had a they stoked they got a, a six nothing lead against Kansas City. They lost the game eight to seven, and you know how they lost a walk off balk, a balk, a balk. Yes. Now what that is just that sums it up right there. That's all you need to say. How, how's your season going? Well, we lost on a walk off balk. Oh. I that that is horrendous. <laughs> like I think the Yankees pitching, like Severino coming into the season or like for first beginning parts of the season was egregious. Couldn't find the zone, had an ERA of like 8. His last 3 starts though, he's gotten his ERA down to maybe I want to say like a 3 or 4. Mhm. He's really figured it out, but keep in mind, he did have Tommy John surgery last year. So he's coming back from that, and he couldn't figure out his stuff. He's, find, he's found his really solid fastball again. He's, he's been impressive, in my opinion, in the last couple starts. But one thing I think the Yankees need to hammer in the offseason, how you mentioned uh, grabbing some free agents, how Chicago was not going to target, or the White Sox weren't going to target a single mm. High priority one, right? Yankees, they, I don't think they need to either. Maybe Juan Soto. Yeah, they have a great team, and if you get can get Carlos Rodon back to where he should be, yeah. 
Um, I will let, I will say this. Thank you for Middleton, the one a very good relief pitcher mm-hmm. that we stole he from is. you guys. Yeah, yeah. And I will say the Yankees looking looking at, at a whole uh, <clears throat> Major League Baseball, looking at the the playoff races. I would say in the American League, the Yankees are the team that you should watch out for. Um, They're kind of I, like a dark horse right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to play the Yankees right now. You just swept the Astros for the first time since 2013. Eight and two in their last 10 games. And in, in the National League, a team no one wants to play right now, um, I think, are the Cubs, actually. I'd, uh, I'd say the Braves. The Braves. Well, I, well that I, actually, I, I'll agree with you. The Cubs, no. I'm going to say the Reds. The Reds? The Cincinnati Reds. Ellie De La Cruz. Oh, yeah, he's a stud. He is a stud. He's been playing his heart out. I mean, he really revitalized that Cincinnati Reds team a little bit. He has been very impressive, definitely. And then they picked up some good guys off of waivers. Mm-hmm. They picked up Harrison Bader from the Yankees. Bader was in a little bit of a slump, but every time someone leaves New York, prime example, Joey Gallo right now on the Twins. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Like He's, where was this in New York? He he has definitely turned it around. Well, and the Twins are one of those pesky teams that have a habit of picking picking up these also ran players, people you think are at the end of their life, and then they have a great season for the Twins. You know, they sign them to one year contracts. They have a great season for the Twins. Go back to free agency, then they get like their you know three year twenty million dollar deal, and then they suck again. <laughs> I will say the Twins are notorious for that. Yeah, though. exactly, exactly. So, what are you thinking in uh, in looking at the races here um, with the uh, with let's uh, American League? You, you want to things- start with the American League? Yeah, let's start. So, the wild card right now. I mentioned it a little bit earlier in the uh, show. Right now, Blue Jays took that over. I think will be the Yankees. Once again, said it, dark horse. Mm-hmm. Four games with Boston. We are a game and a half behind Boston right now. We have one more game on the 8th against the Tigers. We've destroyed the Tigers so far out of the past two games that we've played. The series now is 5-1 against them. Boston, we have four games with them. We have it. The Yankees do have a chance no, to make that do. wild card, and they're currently sitting six and a half out, which is a lot. But like you said, Boston's in front of them. Um, they they kind of control their own destiny, but they have to they, they have to sweep. Like they're getting to the point where they can't w- winning series isn't enough. They have to sweep, and I think they definitely have the talent. To I do mean, that. It, it, I want to say this: the Martian. Jason Dominguez, who we picked up, um, who we brought up, kid literally is 20 years old. He's homered three times in the last five games. In the in his first three games, he homered. His first ever swing in Major League Baseball, he homered off of Verlander. Wow. The kid has potential. Mm-hmm. And it, it, he started, he was in double A not even a month ago. Right. Played nine games in AAA and was immediately called up. He was hitting 460 mm-hmm. in AAA. That's impressive. Well, you look at the standings. Okay, so Baltimore or Tampa Bay will win that division. 
uh, Baltimore has a pretty comfortable lead right now. But one of them will win. One of them will get in the wild card. Um, Houston will win the West. Either Houston or Seattle will win the West. The other one will get in the wild card. Minnesota will win the Central. No wild card from the Central. So really, we're looking at that last wild card spot coming down to Toronto, Boston, the Yankees, and the Rangers from the West. And of those four teams, again, when you look at pure talent, I believe the Yankees have a chance to sneak in there. I mean, it's crazy. Rangers, are, I'm looking at it, 51.8% chance to make it. But they're on a three-game losing streak. Their pitching's hit a slump. Their hitting's hit a slump. I, I don't know. I think the Rangers might fall heavily. Yeah. I, I, I can spot. see that happening. And it's funny because I remember like be, uh, before the All-Star break, the Rangers were like the surprise team. But that's what happens a lot of times with, with – it's a long – it's a marathon, right? They, they always say that in baseball. It's a marathon, and you can start off strong. But if you fall, you're going to falter at some point. Every team will face that. Yankees maybe a little bit longer than they were hoping to, but <laughs> besides the point. All right, what about the National League here? Of course, we have Atlanta going to cruise to that title. Um, the Dodgers, um, they have a big enough lead. Um, it looks like they'll win the West pretty easily. Uh, and then the Central, you have Milwaukee in first place now. The Cubs are sitting three and a half back. Um, See, now that can change too because the Yankees are about to go into a three-game series with Milwaukee. Ah, so Cubs fans should become Yankees fans for a little bit here. They should be Yankees fans anyway. We have your <laughs> we have your greatest first baseman sitting with us right Anthony now. Anthony Rizzo, yes, yes. Um, that will be an interesting race. Well, uh, Cub, Cubs are one and a half back, so if they get swept by the Yankees, that ties that up right there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They are. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's pretty telling, and I and I think one of those teams, they, unless the, the the bottom falls out, the Central will probably send two teams to the wild card. So one of those teams, the Cubs and the Brewers, will win the division. The other will be in the wild card. I think will, Cubs, if I'm not wrong, hold the wild card. They do right, right now. now. Um, but Arizona and um, Cincinnati are both climbing at the at that third wild card spot right now they are right now miami is holding it arizona cincinnati a half game back and you can't rule out san francisco which i don't know how they continuously uh show up in the hunt when that team has just been torn apart uh but they're uh they're only two and a half back as we talk see the funny thing is is this just goes to show you that the al is harder than the NL, in my opinion. You're looking at it right now. San Francisco is literally 500, and they are two and a half games back. Then you look at, like, the AL. It's just there's multiple teams over right. 500 who are – and, like, for example, if the Yankees were in the NL, they'd be half a game back from that wild, right. that third would wild be really card close. spot. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Well, you know – uh, maybe all those NL teams should move to the AL Central. <laughs> the AL Central, that I'm not trying to hurt your feelings as a White oh, Sox fan. That no. that that division's a joke. It is. It really is a joke. Well, okay. So, who do you think's gonna win the World Series? 
Well, I guess <sighs> first of all, what's your World Series prediction? And you got to try to take your your Yankees fandom out of this, but I, I know I, you're going to say the Yankees. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to take my fandom out of this. If if the Yankees somehow make it to the DS, mm-hmm. I feel like That's they a good ca- point. they can. If they win the DS, they'll. I think that's when they they'll heat up. They're already heating up a little bit right now, and I think right now is the perfect time for them to heat up. But I also would not sleep on the Mariners. Oh, I really? think I think the Mariners um, might make the CS. Mm-hmm. Might make the ALCS, and then um, Orioles. They might be able to get their first World Series title. Right. Well, I will say this about the Yankees. You know, coming in to a uh, uh, small play if you know if they make the wild card you gotta pretty much give them one win at least with Garrett Cole like such a dominant pitcher um, Cy Young front runner right yeah. now for the oh, AL no one's even close I mean as we talk like 2-9 ERA I mean 180 innings pitched 195 strikeouts he's, one- gonna, he's gonna top 200 strikeouts again this year 1.05 whip and Batter opposing batters are only hitting 217 off of him. That is amazing. On the topic of pitching, um, Clark Schmidt, mm-hmm. he's been pretty almost Cole level lately in these past couple. Pretty recently, like on nine six, when we pitched, yeah, game started six and a half, six point one innings pitched, gave up five hits, three runs. Three errors, six strikeouts. Just been a solid one of your good middle of the middle of the road, yeah. Kind of, kind of to tail you off at the end of your rotation and yeah. bring you back in. And Carlos Rodon in the last month, you know, of course he was injured, and when he when he first came back, uh, posting a two eight seven ERA, a one point oh two WHIP. Batters are only hitting two thirty two against him. I mean. That combination of Cole Rodon, like that's a great, and then Schmidt as a number three, that's a good playoff rotation, and I don't think, um, I don't think anyone can match that in the AL. And then, and then Sevi, yeah, Severino, he's also picked it up in like the last month. Mm-hmm. I, that rotation, in my opinion, is pretty scary. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that as a Yankees fan. Like, okay, I see what you're saying. So you think if the Yankees get in. That they will make the World Series, I I wholeheartedly believe that they have they have the pitching staff to do it. Yankees are currently one of the lowest ERA bullpens in all of the AL, and I think all of the MLB, if I'm not incorrect. Uh huh. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna burst your bubble, and I'm just gonna say Houston is going to go back to the World Series because they're the Astros and they are uh, just a stellar team. Uh, Dusty Baker's done a great job with that team, getting them to the next level without cheating, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> supposedly. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just such a such a stellar team from uh, one to nine, and and I just I don't see how anyone's going to beat them. Just like the Braves in the in the. In the National League. It, the Braves, I have one team who could possibly give them a run for their money, and that's the Dodgers. Yeah. Dodgers, again, always consistently a good team. Wow, wouldn't a Dodgers-Astros World Series be fun? 
I mean, it's okay. happened, hasn't it? Yeah, it has happened. That was that when was 2017. The, that was when the Astros were cheating. Yeah, yeah. So it would just be so much fun to see a Dodgers Astros rematch, and uh, and all the allegations that would come come along. That would be interesting. One thing I was hoping for this year, you know, the Mets looked promising at the start of the year. They've fallen off, and I was hoping the Yankees looked promising too. I wanted a Subway Series World Series. We haven't had one in years decades even uh, sorry i'm gonna play the world's smallest violin here for you uh <laughs> if the dodgers get in if the dodgers get to the world series though um it wouldn't surprise me if they win mookie betts is playing phenomenal right now same with and then they have freddie freeman there at first and then their pitching yeah is just off the charts and old man clayton kershaw over the last month this guy has been lights out. Um, it's been amazing. One, 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 four whip. Batters are hitting one ninety five against him. Two eight six ERA. Like this guy's ageless. Yeah, it seems like he is ageless. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's going to do it all for the postseason talk. That's going to do it all for this MLB episode here on the Melting Pot. Make sure you tune in in October when we will have another episode purely about the MLB postseason. Joining me on that one will be Chad Hall, Braves fan, so we're going to get a Braves take on that episode. Thank you for tuning in to The Melting Pot. Make sure you tune in next week when we will have co-host Chloe Spradlin joining me for an episode about the MLS and Messi, the English Premier League, as well as well as the Champions League. You've been listening to The Melting Pot, where you can find various guests and sports topics on a weekly basis. Remember, you can find each episode wherever you get your podcast and on JD's website with blog posts corresponding to each episode. See you next Friday.